I'm going to make a statement. It's time, born again believers, quit the filthy talk of the world. Because you're revealing your heart needs to be washed. Not your mouth, your heart. The Bible says, listen, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. See, Satan tries to corrupt the heart of believers so that they will display ugly passions instead of a love for Jesus. Righteousness must be the guardian of our heart. Knows not only protection for what we sow and what we show, but he said protection for where we go. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There's some places they won't let you, unless you've got the, the, the wine, they won't let you in wind a mask. What would it be if we decided we're not going anywhere unless we're wearing the, the, our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel to shout with somebody that's lost. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And Lord, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Then there's protection for what we do. Above all, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the world. Then I love this. Protection for what we know. Protection for what we know. Take the helmet of salvation. Boy, soldiers wore helmets because of blow to the head could be fatal. Now, I didn't ask for this illustration. It just came. But yesterday, I, I, I was, uh, I was going, going to be honest with you, I was a vacuuming. That's what I was doing. I know that, Lord, fellas, I'm sorry. But I was a vacuuming. And I, I slipped on a, on, on a cord. And I got a little chef in my kitchen. And I hit that corner right by me, my brother. Huh? Is it coming loose? Well, get it off. Now stuff starts raining out. It's my brains. You tell me so I can catch it. But anyway, I hit that thing right there, dead corner. About knocked me out. Amen. And if I, Matthew said I worked for just pity. Well, if I went pity, I'd put some ketchup on top of it and made it look really gross. But no. And, and now you can come up and see stuff. It's, it's a <laughs> and if it looks like something don't even hit me with, just miss that thought. No. It, the reality is Satan wore a helmet because a blow to the head could be fatal. The head is a, is a side where a person thinks and and only human being can express emotions and think. And well, Satan, he loves to get in our mind, give us crazy thinking. And I'm telling you, Satan's got crazy thinking. 
and, and we get a, we get a, and our, our fears and everything about us starts with our thinking. We need God to change our thinking. We need to realize that we need the Lord. We need the Lord. And so we find that's going to wear me to death the whole time I'm preaching. Anyway, so we need we need to wear. First one, first God's wear. Oh, I'm not dismissing that place. You feel comfortable wearing a mask? I think you ought to. I do. I have no problem. I told, I, I'm not going to embarrass her, but I told Miss Linda, she better wear one. She's taking chemo. She, it's, it's important for her. I don't mind. But would you give the people that not to the same courtesy? I'll extend the courtesy to you. Would you extend the same courtesy back if I choose not to? But I love this. I love what one of my deacons said about mask wearing. Best answer I've heard yet. He said, it all depends on how bad I want something that's in that store while I put a mask on my An honest, straight, that's the best answer. Because that's exactly what I do. Depending on how bad, I want what's in that store. Amen. I'm not booing yet, but I'll tell you this much. We better wear the whole armor of God in these last days. And when we've done all to stand, I mean, we've done everything to stand. Praise God, we've got to put up. And by the way, we need to put the arm on every day. Every morning we get up, we ought to put the arm on. Hey, by the way, you ought to wear this armor driving down the road in your car. And when you get out, when you go in the store, when you go to work, we ought to put this armor of God on every day because that's the only thing that's going to keep us standing. Second, he said, wait. Psalm 27, 14, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. The world says, wait six foot apart. Avoid close contact. Well, three W's. Not like the world's. I, I tell you, didn't know if you knew this. My God is a very, is a very, Touchy God. He was, he was bad about it. I mean, he he just touched. Listen to what he said in Luke five three, and he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, "I will be thy clean." And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Before he was healed, he touched a field. He dirty, low down, a diseased leper. He was touchy. He was touchy. Notice what he said in Luke 7, 14. And he came and touched the bear. He touched the dead person, uh, a casket. And they, and they that bear him stood still. He said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. I love this story. In Luke chapter 8, Verse 44, that woman's got the issue of blood. She came behind him and touched the border 
of the garments and immediately her issue of blood was staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? And all the denied Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and said, Who touched thee? And Jesus said, Somebody had touched me. I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not a kid and came trembling and falling down before him, she declared an him before all the people what caused, what, for what cause she had touched him, how she was healed immediately. Can I just say this? Will you agree or disagree? God made us emotional creatures. It, it was a study done several years ago. They took 20 babies and put them in one room, 20 babies, 10 babies in one room, 10 in another, and, and, and they fed them all the same thing. They, they, but the 10 they put in this room, they fed them, their diaper, but nobody interacted with them. They never held them, never touched them, never done anything. 10 over here, they fed them, clothed them, but they hugged them and touched them, and they just caressed them and talked to them. At the end of a period of time, eight to ten weeks, they looked, and a ten over here in the room by themselves was malnutrition. They weren't as big. They weren't happy. They weren't healthy. They cried. These over here were growing, were healthy. I'm going to tell you something. God created us feeling to be touched. And whenever we fail, we fail to touch. Oh, and gee, they brought, I, you're not going to believe this about Jesus. And they brought unto him also infants that he would touch them. But when his disciples saw, they rebuked them. The disciples said, Don't bother him, leave him alone. And Jesus said this listen. But Jesus called unto them and said, Suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. See, there's something about touch that the world says, avoid contact, but God's very touchy God. God's W's though was to wait, wait on the Lord. We ought to be ready. Psalms 37 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of prosperous in a way because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Psalms 135, I'll wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and his world do in his world do I hope. Well, there's something about waiting. So he said this. He said, Where? Wait. But of all those three W's, the third one was something that all of us can do and all of us should do. In the turn of the century, at the turn of the century, baby mortality was terrible. A newborn baby would... would, would would die, and many died. And they couldn't figure out why they died. But the doctors would be doing an autopsy in one room. One would come in to have a baby, walk from the autopsy room to that room, 
never washing their hands. And literally, they were giving the baby a disease. The baby's died. I love this. The washing of hands and running water didn't come from a scientist. It came from this book. In the book of Exodus, when the Lord started leading the children of Israel in the, in the wilderness out of Egypt, He gave them dietary laws. He gave them laws of how they were to do. And one of the things that they were to do was to wash in running water. And so, some doctors said, you know, the Bible talks. So they started washing their hands. And by the way, I think that's a good one. I might debate with you a little on the other two, but that one, third one, I won't debate with you at all. Amen. I, I think we'll teach our children to wash their hands. I to use the bathroom. It's a shame we got to put signs on the wall. Wash your hands. I have to use the bathroom. But that's it. whatever it takes. We got to wash. It's a shame. It bothers me when I go in a restaurant. I got to tell the employees. I thought about that. I was in a restaurant. I seen a sign. All the employees have to wash their hands after using the bathroom. I said, now that's the dude that got cooking my food. He's got to be told that. Something about that doesn't, something, something about that just didn't, thought, I want to eat here. So the ideal is, the, the world says wash your hands and use hand sanitizer. Well, I believe that as well. The only problem is, and the Bible says, Psalms 24, he that had clean, this one he said in Psalms 24, 3, who shall ascend into the holy hill of God? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Can I say this? If you're adamant about washing hands, I'm proud of you. But I was adamant about a washed heart. You won't clean hands, but are you as adamant about a clean heart? How do I know? Won't you record yourself for a week? See how you talk, where you go, how you act. Better yet, Hand me your cell phone. Let me look at your text. Wow. If I met some of them, it would embarrass you and probably embarrass me with the language. Why is that? You know why that is? It's because your heart's dirty. You forgot now, your hands can get dirty with hand sanitizer. Well, I, I, I thought about making me a bottle and putting a bottle on it because that's a, a heart sanitizer. And we need to squirt every day. 
every opportunity we can. We need to open it up and read and get a squirt of heart sanitizer and rub it in real, real good. You know, you don't want to just squirt it on there. Just you want it real. You know how it's done. You do it like this. You know, you know how you do. I want to ask you a question. When's the last time you got to squirt out this book and just let it wallow around your heart and wash it on the inside and on the outside, all over through it, and just conv- and just bring in the conviction? And, and, and you got to find your place and you fall on your knees and say, God, I'm so sorry I've acted. I'm so sorry that I've disobeyed. I'm so sorry, God, I ain't been what you ought to be. But, you know, this, this book will... This book will give you a clean heart or a dirty heart will keep you from this book. I don't know. <laughs> and I almost afraid to say this, but I I don't know this. I gotta say it. If you fill your heart with romance and all of those more than of God, your heart's filthy. It's filthy. We need the Word of God. This one he said, Who shall ascend into the hills of God? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and a pure heart had lifted up his soul in vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. Psalms 50 will create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 73, 1, Truly God is good to Israel, even to such of a, as a clean heart. See, John said this. Now don't 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 stay stay with me. W he could have four W's. I walk with God, but now the world's just got three, so God's got three. But we walk in the light as he is in light. We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. To walk in light means our lives will be transparent above reproach. We'll harbor nothing shady, nothing we we there'd be nothing we that we would be embarrassed if someone saw or heard. For light exposes the hidden works of darkness. How could two walk together fellowship when one is has utter uh, ulterior motives in other something to hide? Light is the most, light is the one thing that all sinners dislike the most. But God said, but if we walk in light, as He is in light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, We now three W's from down to Jesus comes and, I, and it's going to go away with COVID. Now they're talking about a vaccine. Just as soon as we can get the vaccine. I got to thinking, well, has God got a vaccine? Well, I believe he does. Bible says in 1 Thessalonians there's going to be a day when he says come up hither 
And we'll be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. This mortality should put on immortality. This corruption should put on incorruption. And in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, we'll have a vaccine for this deadly disease called sin. We'll be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. And the next order of business will be at the Lamb's Supper of, the, uh, of Christ. Tonight, please don't leave sin. Well, he's just making fun of the three W's. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I guess, I suppose, they do have a certain amount of merit to them. I'm not arguing that point at all. But I'll tell you this much. I believe God's got three W's that's so much more important than this world's three W's. And I believe God's people, God's humans, are in the day that we need to be practicing His three W's. We need to wear the whole armor of God. We need to wait on God patiently. We need to wait for Him, look for Him, seek Him. Then we need to wash our hearts every day. You know, it's hard to walk in this world and converse in this world and deal in this world and, and not your heart get dirty. None of us are that good. I wish... Bible says none good, no, not one. The truth is, if we walk and work in this world, our hearts are going to get dirty. And, that, and we just need to take a time during the day and just wash, just like we wash our hands, we need to wash our hearts. So I got a challenge. Before you eat, when you wash your hands, while you're washing them, they tell you to sing a song it's, what's that song? Huh? Happy birthday. Why don't you, instead of singing the song, Happy birthday, why don't you just start praying, God, Lord, while I'm washing my hands, would you wash my heart? And wash it thoroughly. Depending on how filthy your heart is, you may be washed for a while. Depending on how it is. But won't you just ask God to wash, to wash your hand. So, something, something like this. We need to take a start uh, of hand and say, God, I, I'm glad my hands are getting clean, but go, oh God, please clean my heart. God, I want a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. I want to be right with you. I want a clean heart. You may come today. We've all said it. Jesus is soon to come. And we really believe that. Don't you want to face him with a clean heart? So every time you wash your hands, I challenge you, every time you wash your hands, won't you just start praying, God, wash my heart. And here's what's going to happen. Let me tell you what he'll do. He'll start showing you those things in that heart that's not pleasing him. Then you got a decision. What am I going to do with it? My praise, you're just you're right. It's all stand to our feet. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Amen.